Today's word is captioned, The Lamb, The Lion, and The High Priest. Very interesting indeed. We'll get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel, coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Island. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic once more is The Lamb, The Lion, and The High Priest. Let us pray, Heavenly Father, as we take a look at your word. Open thou the hearts and minds and understanding of those who would hear your word. Let your Holy Spirit impress upon their hearts the love that you have for man, the sacrifice that you made for us. And I thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls. In your Son's name, with thanksgiving, amen. Let us go to the book of Genesis, chapter 22. And we're going to read from verse 1 to 17. But we're going to skip some verses in and out. So just follow as I go down the line. And it came to pass after these things that Yahweh did tempt Abraham. Now that word tempt is not a good word because Yahweh does not tempt anyone, nor can he be tempted. The word that should be there is tested. So let's read it over again, removing tempted and put tested. And it came to pass after these things that Yahweh did test Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take thou thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Now this is a very hard thing. This would have been a very hard thing for Abraham to do. Because remember, Abraham was about a hundred years old and his, and his wife was not too far behind him, Sarah. And this was the promised child to Abraham that Yahweh will make him a father of many nations. You see, and, and Abraham, you know, he, he could not believe or understand why Yahweh will give him a son in his old age. But Yahweh does not think like we think. His, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts you understand what I'm saying today? And Yahweh did give Abraham this son Isaac in his old age. And Yahweh is now telling Abraham to offer up this young man as a sacrifice. Imagine this, your only son, Abraham, an old man with a child in his old age. Only one child, one child. And Yahweh is telling him, go and offer him up. And the scripture says, Yahweh told him, Thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of which Yahweh had told him. Abraham was very obedient. It didn't matter that his heart was ripping from within his chest. It didn't matter that he had a million questions going through his head. And oh, how poor Abraham, with every step that he took, and every kilometer or every mile that was passed by, Abraham was probably wondering, what is Yahweh thinking about? Nonetheless, not my will, but Yahweh's will be done. And sometimes when Yahweh asks us to do something, it doesn't matter what it is, Yahweh knows the end from the beginning. Just obey him. Obey him and all will be well with you. And when Abraham reached to the place where Yahweh had appointed, the young man, Isaac, I believe he was about 12 to 14 years old. Isaac said, Dad, behold the wood, behold the fire, but where is the burnt offering? And Abraham, with a burden upon his lips, said, 
son, Yahweh will provide a sacrifice. And when Abraham bound Isaac and laid him upon the altar, upon the wood, Abraham took a knife and was about to slay his only son, his only begotten son. And verse 12 said, this is Yahweh speaking now. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fairest Yahweh, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. Oh, what a test! What a test! You see, Yahweh tested him. And remember the scripture says that Yahweh will not allow you or me to be tempted above that which we are able to bear. But he will, with the temptation, make a way of escape that we will be able to bear it. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thickest by his horn. In other words, a ram was caught in the thick bushes by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for burnt offering in the stead of his son. My brother and my sister, the only human being that was supposed to be offered up for you and for me, or for the sin of anyone, is Yeshua Hamashiach. Isaac was a type of Yeshua. You see, he went willingly with his father. I don't know at what stage Isaac would have recognized that he was the sacrifice, but he still was obedient even to death. He lay right down there and waited for his father to bring the knife down and kill him. And he did not resist, just like Yeshua Hamashiach. Yahweh sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. John 3.16 even sounds more beautiful to mine ears when it said, For Yahweh so loved the world, that he gave us his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life just like abraham took his only son and abraham's heart was ripped out of his chest and abraham felt the pain and the sorrow of going to offer up his only son in his old age imagine how yahweh the father felt when he sent his only son yeshua into this cesspool called earth into this bottomless pit called earth that had rebelled against him filled with sin and degradation Yahweh sent his son into this world for 33 years he was among us isn't Yahweh awesome he is worthy indeed he is wonderful that's the backdrop of this story now let us look now at Exodus chapter 12 verse 1 to 13 taking the verses in between follow me as we go down and Yahweh spoke unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goat, and ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. This lamb represented Yeshua, the son of Yahweh, the Passover lamb. This lamb represented Yeshua and what he is doing for us in heaven. Listen to me, my brother and my sister. And ye shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the morning. 
and they shall take off the blood and strike it on the two side post and on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And thus shall ye eat it with your loins gird, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And ye shall eat it in haste. It is Yahweh's Passover. My brother and my sister, the children of Israel was in Egypt for so many years, over 400 years. And there was supposed to be a great deliverance from Egypt. Egypt is a type of this sinful world. You and I who have given our hearts to Yeshua to serve him. We are like the children of Israel in Egypt and deliverance came and deliverance came by the killing of a lamb and eating it and striking the blood against the doorposts and the lentils of that house. You see, that was supposed to represent Yeshua whose blood is able to atone for the sins of this world. Yes, all those who are obedient, that is, and because the children of Israel were obedient unto Yeshua, when he passed over with the destroying angel, the destroying angel did not harm any of Yahweh's people. Likewise today, this lamb of Yahweh that was slain from the foundation of the world, Yeshua Hamashiach, his blood is atoning for your sin and my sin once we allow him and once we do it by faith and we obey him, we shall be saved when he comes to take his children out of this wicked world. And the scripture says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. You see, Egypt had so many gods, over 300 gods Egypt had. And this was a war between the gods of Egypt and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Yahweh himself. And Yahweh said, I will smite man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am Yahweh, the only true and living Yahweh. And to you, the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, listen to me carefully. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land. You see, my brother and my sister, the time is coming soon and is very near upon us when Yahweh shall pour out plagues upon this earth with biblical proportion. You think this coronavirus, COVID-19, is anything? This is only one plague. One plague has the world coming to a grinding halt. What about if Yahweh sends seven plagues upon this earth? He sent ten plagues to Egypt. 10 plagues to Egypt, and he will send seven plagues upon this earth. My brother and my sister, I trust that you have the blood of Yeshua sprinkled in your heart, sprinkled all over you to protect you from what is coming upon this earth, because coronavirus aid have nothing on what Yahweh has in store for the wicked. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 to 6 says, For there is one Yahweh, one Elohim, and one mediator between Yahweh and men, the man Yeshua Hamashiach, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. In other words, to be testified in the fullness of time, Yeshua came born of a virgin. He came born of a virgin in the world at the right time. And he says here, who gave himself a ransom 
Jesus who gave himself a ransom to be testified in due time. You see, Yeshua came and he died when the world needed him most. At the time predicted and at the time when his sacrifice could best fulfill its purpose of revealing the righteousness and the love of Yahweh for the salvation of fallen man. Yes, Yeshua is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. It says in Revelation 13 verse 8, And all that dwell on the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Worship the beast. Yes, that is the beast in Revelation chapter 13 whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. This lamb slain from the foundation of the world is the very lamb, is the very lamb that hung upon the cross of Calvary for you and I, the son of Yahweh. My brother and my sister, John the Baptist was at the river Jordan baptizing and the scripture says in St. John chapter 1 verse 29, the next day John seeth Yeshua coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of Yahweh which taketh away the sin of the world. The following day John saw Yeshua, and he looked upon Yeshua, and as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of Yahweh. Twice it was confirmed that John the Baptist called Yeshua the Lamb of Yahweh. He is the spotless Lamb of Yahweh who came to take away the sins of the world. I present to you the Lamb, the High Priest, and the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Would you give your heart to him today as the Lamb of Yahweh who came to die for your sins and the sins of the world? Or would would you wait until he comes as the lion of the tribe of Judah to conquer and to destroy his enemies? My brother and my sister, today I appeal to you to give your heart to the son of Yahweh, the lamb which taketh away the sins of the world. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 8 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Yeshua Hamashiach who being in the form of Yahweh, thought it not robbery to be equal with Yahweh, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Yes, he was made in the likeness of sinful men, rebellious men, and he went even to the death of the cross. He humbled himself and became obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. Would you say amen? That is why we have got to give Yahweh praise and thanks for what he has done by sending his son and that is why the scripture says that Yeshua is worthy to receive honor and glory and power and wisdom and riches and blessings for he is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world and the elders fall down around the throne of Yahweh saying amen holy 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 and the angels in heaven listen to me the angels in heaven the seraphims covering their feet and their wings covering their eyes shouting holy 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 is Yahweh Elohim Almighty oh yes and Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 and 16 says for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need he is worthy oh yes because he is our high priest he knew what it is he know what it is to be tempted he know what it is to suffer he know what it is to feel pain oh yes he was tempted he was here for 33 years but it's only the few 
temptation in the wilderness that is recorded there. But his whole life, Satan, the whole host of darkness had to be upon him or to tempt him to walk away from the cross. But I thank Yeshua, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. I thank him that he did not walk away, but he walked to the cross and he bore my sin and your sin. Hebrews 9 verse 24 and 25 says, For Yeshua is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of Yahweh for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often, as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with blood of others. Back in the Israelite system, the sacrificial system, the priest had to go in and sprinkle the blood before the mercy seat. The priest had to do all sorts of rituals. He had to offer up a sacrifice for himself. He had to offer up sacrifices on behalf of the congregation because they were sinning. They would sin every day. Yahweh will ask that a lamb be slain and that lamb that would be slain or the kid of the goats or the bullock or the rams or whatever it was that was to be slain. That animal represented the blood of the son of Yahweh who would come and die for us one day. What an elaborate plan of salvation that Yahweh instituted before the foundation of the world. Will you say amen? Will you say amen? Listen to this now. Numbers chapter 7 verse 89 says, And when Moses was gone into the tabernacle, Moses the high priest, when Moses was gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with him, to speak with Yahweh, then he heard the voice of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of testimony from between the two cherubims and spake unto him. And let's look at Exodus 25 verse 20. And the cherubims shall stretch forth their wings on high, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and their faces shall look one to another toward the mercy seat shall the faces of the cherubims be. Even the angels, listen to me, even the angels in heaven wanted to understand the plan of salvation. They did not understand the plan of salvation for it was a mystery. You see, Satan accused their creator, your creator, my creator, of being a, a dictator, of being a, a God who does not want them to develop their full potential. You see, Satan brought a railing accusation against Yahweh. But Satan did not know that Yahweh had the plan of salvation even before man was made. And I even believe before he made the angels because Yahweh was not going to be caught off God. He knows the end from the beginning. And he spoke with Moses above the mercy seat. There is where the law of the testimony, the two tablets of stone was into the ark of the testimony. It was a testimony against the children of Israel. They were presented the character of Yahweh. But it was Yeshua himself, our high priest, who was there, the visible glory of Yahweh, the visible glory, the Shekinah glory. There is where Yeshua appeared and spoke to Moses and delivered justice and judgment and mercy from the mercy seat. And there is where Yeshua is in heaven, sitting down at the right hand of his father, doing the same thing that Moses did for the children of Israel. He is doing the same thing for you and me, interceding for us upon his throne and before the presence of his father. Would you say amen? 
Amen. Yahweh is almighty. He is all powerful. He is all wise. He is awesome and worthy to be praised. So we have here, Yahweh sent his son who was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And we see here that he is the high priest. And now we are going to the lion. Who is this lion? Revelation chapter 5 verse 2 to 4 says, And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, listen carefully, and no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereupon. And John said he wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto him, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Yeshua is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the sinless son of the Most High. He is worthy. This is why we must have an attitude of gratitude for what Yeshua HaMashiach did for us on the cross of Calvary. Ephesians 3 verse 9 to 12 says, And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in Yahweh, who created all things by Yeshua HaMashiach, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places, might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of Yahweh. You see, from the beginning of the world literally means from the ages. The plan of redemption was laid before the foundation of the world. The historical outworking of the plan was an expression of Yahweh's eternal goodness. Even the angels learned. The angels learned about the love that Yahweh had for us when he came here on earth as a man, subjected himself to cruelty, to mocking, to scourging, to slapping and spitting upon, and to be pierced through and through with a crown of thorn, and to be nailed to a cruel tree by sinful wicked men. This the angels in heaven looked down, and that is why the two angels that were carved and placed upon the mercy seat with their wings outstretched to heaven, and their faces looking down to the mercy seat, they were looking into the plan of redemption. They themselves were learning about the great justice and love that Yahweh has for us. You see, those very angels were always there witnessing man's behavior towards Yahweh. They were at the Garden of Eden when Yahweh condemned them and cast them out of the garden and now they were there still looking into the plan of redemption, how Yahweh himself, filled with love, had made the plan of escape for you and me to be saved by the blood of his son. What do you say? So the gospel brings to light the mysteries that were hidden. Through the gospel, the whole human family, Gentiles and Jews, was to see the purposes of Yahweh. And any church or preaching that does not accomplish this is failing in its mission. The eyes of your heart being enlightened, yes, and this gospel, yes, this gospel, Matthew 24 verse 14 says, 
of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. The wisdom of Yahweh is to be shown by the church, the steward of the mystery. The hidden plan is now being manifested. This is the plan of salvation. The redemption of man was laid elaborately before the angels that they will see the love of Yahweh because Satan accused Yahweh of not allowing them to develop their full potential and that he is a dictator. But now Yahweh allowed them to see that Satan is a liar and a murderer from the beginning. Oh, Heavenly Father, today I praise your name for your word. Your word made plain. Oh, yes, Father in heaven, you sent your son, Yeshua Hamashiach, the lamb, the lion, and the high priest. What a wonderful story of the love of Yahweh from the foundation of the world. Oh, Father, I thank you so much for your grace. I thank you so much for your mercy. Save us, I pray, Father in heaven. Save us from the ravages of this sinful world. For the blood of your son, Yeshua, can save from the guttermost to the uttermost. And I thank you, Yeshua, for dying for me on the cross of Calvary. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your son who came to die for me that my sins may be forgiven and that I would have pardon for my sins. For the scripture says that we have not an high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. And Yahweh, the blood of bulls and goats cannot atone for my sin, but the blood of your precious son. That is what cleanses me from all unrighteousness. So I thank you for the blood of your son. I thank you, Yeshua, for giving yourself for me on the cross of Calvary. And I pray that all those who hear your word, who hear this word, will appreciate you more for what you have done by laying down your life as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world and interceding for us as the great high priest before your father because you are coming as the lion of the tribe of Judah and you will devour your enemies and it will be tempestuous round about you and I thank you father in heaven for keeping us faithful and for saving many around the world by this gospel I pray in your son's name with thanksgiving Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.